0: Good morning. What is going on? This is your girl Martha D Staub, owner of MDMC Entertainment, and welcome back to the regularly scheduled programming of business building and beyond. I'm so excited to be back. Um, I I really have to get real with you real quick. Um, oh my God, I I have I've been away. Because, you know, things have just been bonkers. I feel like... Man. uh, How do I even get this going here? Um, uh, Okay. Well, I'm just going to be real with you. It's been a fucking awful year so far. (laughs) I'm just going to be straight. Like, it has been... Rocky is all hell. I think this is the first year going into 2022. Um, I came into this year with a lot of uncertainties and a lot of things that just were up in the air. And, um, you know, I didn't, (sighs) December was a weird, a weird month. Um, there was a lot going on. There was, um, conventions that just kind of happened that I had to be at. There was trips I had to accidentally, no, well, not accidentally, but I did have to cancel um, due to like funding. I didn't have the proper thing to get to a certain point at one weekend. And, you know, lots of things were backlogged. I don't know what happened. December just really was the... It was the epitome of just the beginning of the end, I think. And so, you know, we got some news internally about some changes that were coming up in the new year. And I think as a business owner, you know, here's the thing. There's no parachute here. There is no safety net. You know, if you fall, you freaking fall. And my objective was to never fall. And, you know, when I did face... Um, hey, Eddie, what's going on? When I did face, you know, my unemployment uh, of, um, <laughs> of two, 2019 with my last boss, who was a business coach in downtown San Diego, who has now ceased to exist. I don't know where she went or what she did, but, you know, I have lots of uh, <laughs> stories on that. But, um, you know, I never wanted to fall into even the, the the time prior to that, which was my 233 days of unemployment, where I just was trying to find a job, couldn't find a job, couldn't find a job. People were telling me to get start your business. And I was in dire straits at that point. Like I was terrified. You know, I wouldn't be able to keep the roof over my head. And you know, I said, never again am I going to be in this situation and got this job with this business coach. Then got let go from that because I obviously found out, you know, this wasn't what it all seemed, you know. And then, you know, I went out on my own and, you know, I have to say history repeats itself in a very weird way. But um, my dear friend, a Jennifer of Marcus Brands, she swooped in. I had one week to really kind of figure out what I was going to do. You know, I started promoting MDMC before, you know, all these clients landed on my lap when I first started MDMC after I left the business coach. And, you know, I'm just like, I cannot fall into that situation again, where I have no money, I'm not prepared, I'm not any of these things. And so I learned a lot of lessons From those two events in my life, from 2018 and 2019, that, you know, those were some really bad years. (laughs) I never wanted to face that again, and I never wanted to be in that situation. And so I, throughout this entire time, and here's the thing, I walk into every month thinking I'm going to lose a client. (laughs) Just because it kind of keeps you on your toes. You need to be able to, you know, again, deliver. And to make sure that you are providing the best service for the people that you can out there. And so that's exactly what I was doing. Um, Man, I I don't know. (laughs) December, again, was the weird tipping point into what we're into today. In the past three months, things have just been really wonky and very crazy. And, you know, there's things that happen in life. And it's completely out of your control. It's completely like, you know, I I spent yesterday talking to my team about this stuff. Like, you know, one thing that I am proud myself on and I I dote on and I'm like very, very well accomplished is that in times when we lose clients, it has never been due to performance. It's never been, Hey, you know what? MDMC sucks. Like I didn't get this. I didn't get this. I didn't get this. I didn't get this. And it's never been that case. You know, we always deliver. We never put people on autopilot. We never just let stuff run and collect paychecks. Like that's just, I I know there are agencies out there that do that and I am not one of them. And i never have been and i never will be because i pride myself on the work that i put behind on this logo this logo is me <laughs> hello this is my name martha d this is me and i this is my life this is everything that i've worked hard for in the past 10 years of my career and i cannot fail this because then that failure means i failed myself so you know, transitions happen, it's business, and it always will be that way. And, you know, there's nothing we can do about it. You know, um, I, you know, we had a transition occur within our uh, wheel within our company, and it stung a little. And, you know, I, and it wasn't a fault of any of our own it's just circumstance and things happen. And you know, it's it's just the way things are. And um, it, you know, it, it just happens. And so now it frees up our schedule to go after things that we wanna work on, that we're happy to work on, that we wake up every day and we're excited to work on. And so, um, you know, it stings a little You know, it hurts the ego a little bit. I'm not going to lie. I feel like we have done everything we could in our power to make sure that everyone is happy, everyone gets what they need, and that we continue to deliver. And again, like I said, I've never lost anything due to my personal performance, my team's personal performance, nothing like that. And so now we kind of have our schedule back, we, um, so immediately this, this things were official last week. Um, and you know, we severed ties all together and it was really sad I, for me. It is because you work so hard on something and it's like your baby and you sit there and you, you give it the love and attention and, The admiration you can give something, and it you become connected to it. And you know, I'm an emotional person, and I know I've actually been told that's I've been told by a lot of people that's a bad thing, but you know, I don't care, it's just who I am. And it's not like I'm sitting here, and and when I say I'm emotional, it's like I get emotionally attached to things, it's not like I'm sitting in meetings crying or anything. Like, I'm not that type of emotional person. I'm just that person that gets attached to shit that shouldn't get attached to shit. Um, and I kind of just don't leave it as business. I just be like, oh, this is, you know, you you think of all the blood, sweat and tears you put into something and you're like, damn, like, you know, this is this is what I work hard for. This is what I do. And, and for it to go away, it's, You know, it's a little bit of like the morning process. I know yesterday, um, hold on, the fan is not on and it's hot. (laughs) I did not prepare adequately for this whole entire project today uh, because I spent all my time getting ready for this, uh, for this thing here um, because I have, it's been a minute and of course I was two minutes late or no, 10 minutes late to this. Um, But you know, you you know, you get used to things, you get used to, um, building something and, and putting those blood, sweat and tears into something. And then, you know, eventually that day comes where it's like, all right, it's not yours anymore. Goodbye. And it's like, oof, it hits you in the heart a little bit. So, uh, I'm not, I'm going to be straight with you, um, as being an emotional person yesterday was pretty emotional. Um, uh, you know, just kind of rethinking, strategies and and thinking about, you know, what direction are we headed in? Where are we going? And you know, I've been in smooth sailing for two years. Like I could not have asked for a better first two years of business. But you know, the harsh reality of it is is that in any entrepreneur that's out there, especially if you're a newbie or you're you're well seasoned, you know, when shit (laughs) happens Who's the first person I called? I called Justin Nemo, my my wonderful, beautiful, um, amazing, handsome hunky, now taken, um, Silver Ranger from Power Rangers in Space. You guys know, you've, you've seen Justin on here before, um, and you guys know I'm kind of in love with the man, um, but on the way, congratulations, he's getting married, Um <laughs> But he has always been my lucky charm and he and I have been close for so long. And anytime that I have called him and told him, Hey, you know, here, you know, this is what's going on with business. This is what's happening here. This is what's happening here. And because he has been a business owner now for almost 30 years, he's someone that I actually lean on and I'm like, all right, what do you do in this situation? What did, what have you done here? Like, you know, and I, I respect his insight because you know, he's a person that has gone through it all. He's gone through the ebbs and flows of business. You know, this is my first ebb. <laughs> this is my first dip, you know, as as someone who has just gone into business for themselves, it's, you know, this is my first real boom. And it's like, oh, hold on. Was I prepared? Was I ready? Uh Yeah, you know, I, I knew... Here's the thing about being a business owner and just being in tune and being I don't know, having your third eye open, having your intuitions in check, you know, a lot of people don't like to do business like that. They don't like to, you know, they don't like emotional people. They don't like, they, you know, they do, they just do business and they do business and they think that by the letter of business and kind of like the letter of the law and this and that, like it is going to be, if it is said in business terms, that's the way it's going to be wrong. (laughs) So wrong. I'm sitting here and I you know, you can, you take the temperature of a room and you can decipher for yourself. All right. You know, my intuitions were sky high in December and, you know, I, (laughs) it was nuts. I I had a very huge blessing land on my doorstep. Um, after about a, a two year battle, um, you know, I finally, um, had a, a victory in something so at the end of December I was already ready to go on certain things I'm like okay yes that's a win for the new year yes you know we're going into the new year um, better and stronger than we were last year and so so we had you know a business win in that sense and then you know I I came back from New Mexico. We got COVID. <laughs> and, you know, we entered this transition with, with you know, this client. And, you know, if, if you're smart and your intuition's in check, you can read a room. And, you know, I knew in January that our days were numbered. And, you know, I tried my best to help in any way that I could in a transition. And I think I did a fantastic job. You know, um, when you... <laughs> when you let your staff know, cause now, you know, of course we have our staff, we do have our, our intern, our two interns this year. We had, well, we had three, we lost Jacqueline. Uh, Jacqueline had to uh, move on and, um, and uh, you know, focus her attention on other areas. And so we still have Taylor from last semester. And then we just added Maddie this year um, into the team um, in I want to say January, we added her in pretty quick and Maddie has been thriving and doing fantastic. So uh, we have a fantastic team. We just upgraded, (laughs) believe it or not, we just upgraded one of our, uh, our New York team, um, Eddie, we moved him into an account manager position because it was time. Um, you know, again, when things are happening, to our clients and we have to devote more time to them internally. We have to rearrange the house a bit to figure out how are we going to support our client and move forward and also keep our wheels and, and, and uh, plates spinning at the same time. We can't let any of these drop. Again, we don't run things on autopilot. You know, um, one of the things that I've been doing recently is um you know i've been running a lot of facebook ads lately and you know my next round of ads we did a we did a good set this last month and um you know we're going to need to run another set here soon but i really want to focus on like you know the things that happen when you work with us is that you actually get a weekly meeting with me every week it doesn't matter on what type of um service that i'm providing for you either way every week i have meetings with all my clients i'm like all right hey listen up (laughs) this is what we've done this is what we're doing this is how much we spent and this is what we're going to work on this week and you know i mean some of those meetings involve zoom some of them involve phone calls um you know, and we just make sure that everyone's on the same page, so that everyone knows that even the client that's paying the money, make sure that we're doing stuff. You know, never on autopilot. And I think that's one of the things that we have to really stress because a lot of people tend to worry about giving their money to somebody and be like, oh, they're just going to run off with my money, and I'm never going to see a dime of work again. They, I gave them all my credentials to all of my stuff, but yet nothing's being, you know, nothing is happening. So. Definitely not. (laughs) We definitely do those types of meetings to make sure that people are aware and they know what's going on. So we had to upgrade Eddie to an account manager position because, you know, he had been doing a lot of work already for us. And I was like, you know what, (laughs) it's time for you to learn, take on a little bit more responsibility. So that's where we get to today's topic of scaling upward in your business. You have to be aware that when you scale upward, it's going to cost you a little bit more money. And, um, Again, I went into January um, into the new year just really trying to prepare for the inevitable. Like I, like you know, you know it's you know, you have internal feelings, you have instincts. and um, I had originally thought, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna mentally prepare for this transition. I know it's coming. There's nothing I can do about it. And there's you know, everything in my power, I have done what I've done. And the best you can do is (laughs) hold on (laughs) because shit's about to get bumpy. And that's exactly what happened. so internally, I had to prepare my team. I'm like, all right, guys, like, you know, now I'm not able to be available for these specific days. You know, we obviously everyone knew where I was. Everyone knew what I was doing. And they and I told the team cannot contact me contact me between these hours you know either before this time and after this time and i will be able to help you until then hang tight until i can help you and um and that's the thing that i you know it's kind of weird because i had two and you know both of my interns i actually ended up having two separate one-on-ones with them one about some school stuff and another about you know um future employment stuff and you know what What do you expect when you get into a role that is a marketing position? You know, what do you expect from your bosses? And, um, oh my God, it's Martha. Yes. Hello, Louis. Eddie. Eddie's working and watching me. Props. You get a gold star this week. (laughs) Thanks for the support, guys. I appreciate it. Um, I'm going to have to ask Louis, um, it's kind of interesting. I don't know. We'll have to have a internal conversation about StreamYard because it's being weird. But um, anyway, you know, you have to get your house in order. And sometimes that includes spending a little bit more money to, you know, um, uh, elevate your business. And it's going to take time to scale. You know, scaling is tough. It's, it's one of the scariest things to do because we were literally sitting here thinking all right we want to scale into which i probably and i said this in an interview and i probably shouldn't have said it but i was like oh yeah we're going to move into an office this year we started that process at the beginning of the year and like the real estate in san diego for commercial spaces is just ridiculous i was like i am not committing to a 3 year lease are you insane you know and i and i told all these realtors i'm like we're still in the covid era you know there are still people out there that don't want to do business that lost their businesses that things are funky like i'm not going to sit there and wait and hope that everything works out in 3 years like it's just for me that's terrifying um, and so and so you know i'm not going to i'm not going to put myself in a situation where i'm like i don't i can't expect the money flow to flow in that direction i mean i could i mean if i wanted to i I guess i could have but i didn't it was too much of a risk for me and i was like "Mm, you know the money's there we could do it but do i want to not really so you know we had to do alternatives to kind of help the situation and now we have a really good alternative and then um to our office needs so i'm really excited for that um so you know we you know we secured some some space in downtown San Diego so now we'll have a San Diego address we'll be putting up here soon. Uh, I just have to finish the rest of that paperwork I actually have to go downtown and and finish some of that up maybe this week or next. Um, trying to decide what day to go down there because um, you know there's um, I'm prepping for a lot of things that are heading into this month um so you know we'll get that done and we'll have our uh san diego address listed here soon but you know it's it's the scaling upwards part where do you put your money and how do you how do you make sure that the decisions you're making are going to be worthwhile and so like one of the decisions of course was you know account manager now i have an account manager, you know, I had to call Jennifer who Marcus Brands, you know, she owns MarPalm and that's um, a human resources type of service that she provides. That's her bread and butter. That's what her um, <clears throat> her main focus in her business is kind of like myself. My main focus here is a digital marketing aspect because that's where all my money comes from um, I called her up and I said, Hey, we need to get our HR, you know, MDMC needs their HR stuff put together. We need to get our books. We need to get all of our rules our you know, the entire scope so that we are legally, legally able to have employees on board and have, make sure their tax forms are being done correctly. And, and so, um, you know, we have, we had to set all that up. And you know, I told her, I was like, I'll pay, whatever your Mar you know, uh, you know, quote is, she gave me the quote and I was like, all right, I can do that. So, you know, so hopefully monthly now we can, we have this on, on point. So now we're taking care of, you know, the internals insides of MDMC. And so that costs a little bit of money. Then hiring a person takes on a little bit more money. And then you got to sit there and look, all right, this is how much money I have in. This is how much money is going out. Does it make sense to do these things? And then on top of that, we're adding in marketing expenses which we haven't done before and so now you have to look at your marketing expenses and be like all right it doesn't make sense to run an ad every day for ten dollars a day for the whole month to make sure we get this at the end of the month so you know it's (laughs) and on top of that you know I was running like three sets of ads at that rate which was a lot but you know we haven't really advertised someone a very good friend of mine He will rename Nameless, Um, but he and I kind of got into it last week. He was like, how do you have a business and not run advertising? And I was like, look, man, (laughs) let's get something straight. You know, um, we have been very fortunate that MDMC is a referral. Uh, We live off of our referrals people refer us all day long. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know how. Um, you know, one of our clients was referred to me from a previous intern I had when I worked for a corporate job in San Diego. Um, and this this intern, she's now a, a, a writer. She, she does a lot of written content for companies out there. And now she's writing a book and hopefully next week I get to have dinner with her to celebrate because she actually referred me. I was in Connecticut and this random person I never knew, never talked to said, Hey, I was referred by you. I want to hire you. And I didn't even have to, like, it was weird because they were just ready to just get on it and start paying. And I was like, "What? like, you know, and so referrals are powerful referrals. Like, again, this is a again our work stands for ourselves you know our ref- our work stands strong and for us to be able to have a business that thrives on referrals alone and you know us not losing jobs because of performance that says a lot about a business so i had to tell my dear friend <clears throat> that look you know i never saw the need to spend money You know, if if you're getting money in, you're trying to hoard all that money in, you know, and you're taking care of your bills, your, your software, like, no one knows I just, you know, and it's sad, it took me a while but I finally opened my business accounts. So now I have set my, you know, my, obviously you keep your business separate from your personal because all of my business stuff was going into my personal bank accounts. And I'm like, okay, I can't, I have to separate this in the best way possible because then it's hell for my, ta- uh, for my CPA during tax season to figure it all out. And it's just like, I'm not doing it. So <laughs> we're going to make it easy for, uh, the 2022 taxes, but you know, um, You really have to look at your finances when you're scaling upwards. And it's just, it is bonkers. It's really scary because you're like, all right. And then when you have a hit like we just had, it's like, oof, okay, well, we just took a hit financially a little bit. Um, Luckily, because of all my preparation prior to that, you know, I was able to be like, all right, we have enough cash flow to be okay. Like it stings a little, but we're fine. And we're going to keep moving forward. And so, you know, it it hasn't affected, thank God, knock on wood, you know, it hasn't affected our day-to-day costs for software, for advertising, for, for anything else, for our uh, overhead that we have now. So like, we're still able to keep the ball rolling. And so, and I think when you're in business for yourself, again, there is no safety net. And a lot of people are probably saying you could have done something to prevent this, like, You know, there was an option on the table, but I'm going to tell you something right here and right now, and I don't care who's watching this and I don't care if I get a call after this, you know, you have to know your worth and I'm not going to sit here and downplay my skills. (laughs) I am never going to say, you know what, I'm going to, you know, for the sake of a paycheck, I would never downgrade or downplay my skills and what I bring to the table. And I was not going to do that. I am a boss. I am a business owner. I have, you know, clients all over the United States. You know, more. a lot of people don't know the entire roster. We have a lot going on. And, um, and thankfully it didn't hit us as hard as it would have if we weren't prepared but you know we spent a lot of time in january preparing february you know things kind of got solidified and then you know last week it was done and i was like thank god we you know thank god i had the sense the, the internal instincts to realize hey you know what this could this could be it and what are you going to do if this is it and so as a business owner you have to just have that intuition don't give a fuck what people say about your emotional state or your or your mental state, or, you know, just your spiritual state, you have to you have, to have those instincts to make sure that whenever you're going to take that next step, that you are doing it in full consciousness and full awareness and full faith. And, you know, you have to have, and I hate to say this because, you know, <clears throat> I'm one of those people that will sit here and question everything I've done And question my ability. I will will sit here and do all that. And then I'll turn around and give someone fantastic advice. And they run with it. And I don't take my own advice at sometimes, But today I'm, you know, I think after yesterday was a very emotional day for me. uh, Just because, you know, I was coming to terms with everything. I'm like, wow, you know, like, you know, I've done this. I've done this. I was deleting stuff. I was moving files over. I spent a lot of time cleaning up a lot of things on this computer and you know luckily I have a long flight coming up here soon so I'm gonna spend more time erasing stuff and moving stuff and organizing this this laptop because for the past two years it's been kind of a clutter catcher and I have copies of things and lots of things that are just not suitable anymore but I was going through my uh, storage space on my laptop and I saw you know a bunch of um, attachments and stuff. And I'm like, whoa, you know, like, wow, this is old. This is, you know, this and that. But, you know, I think you have to, no matter the fact that there is no safety net, there is no anything, you have to just, you have to bet on yourself 100%. Because if you don't bet on yourself, you don't have faith in yourself, you're going to fail. And I've had to sit there and kind of retell myself that yesterday. I'm like, you made it this far. (laughs) This logo behind you is depending on you. You got to make it work and you got to make it happen. And so, you know, um, I think we're all allowed a day or two to kind of just mourn and be emotional and, and question things. I think last night on our walk, you know, I, uh, I threw all those questions out and I'm just like, you know, why was it this? Why was it that? Why is it always this excuse? Why is it not this excuse? And, you know, but I think the the, the common denominator here is that everything that happens is always due to circumstance. It's never really my fault. <laughs> it's never really something that I've done that has offended somebody or poor work ethic or poor work performance. It's always been situation. And so, and I'll just take it for what it is. You know, I think, we win some, we lose some. And, you know, a lot of people will sit there and look at my life and look at my Instagram feed and and say, you know, um, I've had people, I've had colleagues, you know, look at my feed and like, oh, well, I see what you do with your time. Well, you know, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> I know what I do with my time and I enjoy it. You know, I work hard for it. Um, I work hard for this life that I live every day. You know, I'm fortunate I get to wake up and I don't have to go anywhere. You know, these last couple months were a little daunting because I had to be somewhere, you know, um, and I had to be around people and I had to get back into a political, you know, atmosphere. And I'm like, man, this is why I left this world. <laughs> I do not belong here anymore. And I think, you know, and it's not that I have a problem with authority or I have a problem with getting along with people. It's just that you can see through the bullshit. And I think when you've been free on your own for too long, you start to see through it. It's you, you know, you're not looking at the world in rose colored glasses. You're looking at it like dead on in the face, like with a death stare. And I'm just like, whoo this is. This is not the life I want. This is not the life I wanna live. And I don't wanna ever feel encaged in something for the sake of keeping a paycheck, you know? Um, you have to stand on your own and you have to believe in yourself and have the faith and, and know your worth. That's the thing, know your goddamn worth. Um, I put my worth on a piece of paper and I was denied. And that's fine, you know, at the end of the day, You know, people aren't going to like that, but I'm going to tell you something real quick. Sometimes people come around a second or third time, that price goes up. And, you know, like I tell everyone, know your worth, add some tax. At the end of the day, that's what you have to do. And so while you're doing that with your business and you're trying to scale it upward, just know scaling upward costs money. And you really have to sit there and think of the long term Repercussions, long term effects, you know, where's your next paycheck coming from? Where's your next lead coming from? You have to really start thinking about these types of things and, you know, be very proactive in doing it. You know, my first run, set, my first set of ads, you know, as marketers, you know, we know how to write ads, we know how to build them, we know how to target them, we know how to do all that stuff. And sometimes they're not successful. And so now as marketers, we have to sit back and rethink the strategy. And so, and that's exactly what we're doing. You know, we had fantastic, I don't know what's going on in the East Coast, but thank you to all those people that were interacting with our ads. We appreciate it. Um, uh, we got to do that. We got to re, re-spool, retool, and then go back out and spend money accordingly. Because, you know, I think when you run ads in any business, you have to make sure that it's converting and it's giving you the results that you want. Uh, let's see here. Um, any upcoming cons you're planning on going to? Yes, I do have. Um, I feel that. I'm happy to know you. Thanks, Ken. Um, it's so crazy because, hold on a second here. Interesting. Um, Brendan Brazier, 1DR Productions, is in the house. What's up, uh, Brendan. Um, I see you're in Vegas. Have fun. Dance your heart out. I miss dance. I miss dance so much. (laughs) I tried, um, we'll get into TikTok here in a minute, but, um, (laughs) um, I feel like, oh, TikTok. We're going to talk about TikTok here in a minute, but, um, any cons that I'm going to. Yes. So we have a couple things coming up. Um, we have WrestleCon at the end of March. Um, that is March 30th, no, 31st through the 2nd. Uh, WrestleMania, I believe, is the 2nd and the 3rd. So we're actually bringing out D'Lo Brown. And um, we worked with D'Lo at LAX FanFest um, last year, last September. He was fantastic, phenomenal to work with. And, um, you know, I hit him up. I was like, hey, you know, I kind of want to do WrestleCon. You want to go? And he's like, yeah. And so it worked out really well. I'm uh, Shout out to the WrestleCon people. I actually put in a request to kind of have, since there was a lot of Nation of Domination people coming back, I was like, can we all get grouped together so we can do like group photos and stuff? And so, um, so it worked out. We're, we're actually pretty close to everyone that we need to be around. So I'm really excited. We're we're moving more into the wrestling space. I don't know if you guys have been noticing over the past couple of years, you know, um, Power Rangers are fun and everything, but you know um, the objective of any business is to always scale upward and move into different genres and different things. It's always about expanding your knowledge and, and growing it out in a way that um, um, that makes sense. And so, um, so Yeah. We're going to have um, we're going to have all that happening um, at Russell Conn uh, attending. We are going to be attending the Hollywood show, I believe, April 16th and then the following week. So Dallas is now um, and I actually said this to a friend last night, but Dallas is now our number one client in our roster at the moment. Um, So the Dallas space has been very good to us. And um, it's kind of weird because California isn't anymore. It it used to be. Now it's not. Um, So I'm kind of debating whether we, you know, obviously keep, obviously we're going to keep advertising here because this is our backyard. You know, it's easy to go down the street and meet with somebody. But we are doing a lot of other uh, marketing efforts in the Dallas area. So, in, in April, I believe the twenty third, twenty fourth, we will be at an event. It's like a business event. MDMC will have a booth, and we're in the middle of getting our promotional items done. Um, I do have some new merch that's actually going to be hitting the store over the weekend. Um, um, I have. A lot of people have asked why I didn't put the hoodies up for uh, sale over the holidays or when I got my hoodie. I got my hoodie in November. The reason I didn't do it was because I actually had the, um, the lettering on the sides were pink, but they had glitter on them. And so I finally got Jared his hoodie. And I changed the lettering because they said, we do not have the vinyl that matches your logo's colors. So we're going to have to either do it hot pink or we're going to have to pick a different color. And of course, my logo back here is pink and black. And obviously on a black hoodie, you're not going to see black text. And I said, can we do it in white text instead? So they're going to do that in white. So my pink hoodie is actually going to be my... CEO exclusive. I guess I'm just not going to sell that version of it because it's mine. But the new version has the lettering on the sides and then it has the social media buttons on the back. So great for that. So I'm really excited to um, see those. Um, I also ordered something special for a friend of mine. (laughs) Um, We'll we'll see how it looks. I'll definitely take pictures. I feel bad because I always like... (laughs) I always end up doing weird shit with his stuff, and then I send it to him. Um, you know, I'll I've signed, you know, exclusive stuff with special markers or something. I've I've always left something a little special in his stuff, and I'm just like, oops, okay, whatever. Well, yeah, you know. Um, so got that, and then um, the new hoodie I'm getting actually, so I'm gonna need it here soon. Is a It's a hoodie that zips in the front, because I always, you know, um, <laughs> speaking of the friend that I do weird shit to, his stuff before I send it, um, I got a ticket the other day. I was driving home to New Mexico, and I was actually kind of speeding a little bit. CHP pulled me over, and one of my friends was like, why don't you show them some stuff? And I was like, I don't have my hoodie. And I'm like, I sent a picture. I'm like, I'm in a hoodie and black, like, leggings. I can't just... Try and get out of a ticket. Um, and he's like, You need those zip up hoodies. And I was like, You know, I do. And so <laughs> the zip up hoodies are coming soon. So you'll actually see that. We'll put those on sale. Um, that's an exclusive. So if you're not watching this and you have no idea, but I have two people that do know that hoodies are going to be hitting the store here very soon. So I'm really excited. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I'm pumped for that. Uh, no new shirts. Um, I do have another item that's coming out. We did list our pins. So those are coming out and actually on the site already. So you can check those out. We got stickers. Um, yeah, we're just getting ready for WrestleCon and making sure that we have what we need as promotional items. to let everyone know who we are. <laughs> All right. TikTok. <clears throat> now, let me tell you, if you have seen I've been playing around with this because i um, I've been playing around with reels and I've been playing around with TikTok, and I'm like, all right, which one do we get more views from? And so, you know, for MDMC's sake, I was like, you know what, let's start putting some reels on here. Let's start doing, you know, let's start doing some cool things that would just make sense for us to make, um, content that would just work, that will work for what we need to do. Um, yeah let's go into the mdmc ig too bad i can't do a screen share of this um oh shoot i didn't put the card on here oh no no i did no mdmc authentics all right so lately sorry wrong account um but so lately what i've been doing is okay so hmm, let me tell you what i did So last week, the whole world fell apart with internally, as I'm like feeling defeated and upset. I actually went out and bought furniture. (laughs) I decided to, um, my, my couch definitely needed to be replaced. And, you know, I had, I've had that couch since I've lived here. So it's been 10 years I've had that couch and it was time. Like it was just starting to be uncomfortable. Um, It was just awful. So I was like, you know what? You know, we we went off and did some toy hunting for some future shows we have planned and some, you know, things we got going on. Sorry, I need some coffee. I don't think I've taken it. No, I have drink a little bit of this. Sorry, guys. For people listening on the podcast, I apologize. Um, But um, we Friday night. Um, I, uh, Friday when I came back, I, I had wrapped up a little bit of work. I had f- finished up a couple of conversations with people and I had decided, you know, let's go, you know, let's go figure out our storage situation with MDMC Authentics. So we upgraded the space to put more things in Authentics and now Authentics, like it's, it's interesting. We have to. Refigure out the shelves and all this stuff. So we're in the middle of of moving some inventory from this location to Authentics's headquarters. And so we were like going back and forth. <clears throat> <clears throat> Covid has made me asthmatic, and now I lose my voice every now and then when I talk. Has anyone have experienced that with Covid? Just uh, put it in the comments if you have. But, um, so I I took several amounts of video. So, of course, all of my grocery bags, I you know, I need to go to the grocery store. Where are my bags? Gone. They're all used for Funko Pops at the moment. And I'm just sitting here upset because co-CEO, I'm like, yo, what is happening with this stuff? And he was like, "We need a new space. We need to figure this out." So again, there goes another business cost. So I had to refigure out the spacing for it, and then of course put it on the business account. And I'm like, "All right, let's get this done." So we spent the weekend, or well, we spent the weekend figuring out uh, how we were going to organize everything. And of course, I took a quick video of these bags that are, you know, sitting in my back of my Tahoe. We were in the middle of moving them. But I was like, when the grocery bags become pop, pop bags. So this reel, it's crazy because this reel alone is on Instagram. And it's got nine likes, right? How many? Let's see here how many views though what do you mean it doesn't tell me hold on here alright I guess we have to go to insights because this is weird it usually tells you well overall our views are up so up 200% engaged up 300% so the two reels right here let's see if I can check- oh shoot youtube don't take this video down sorry um it used to say like when you click on the actual hearts okay so it only had 98 plays okay so that's on reels okay now tiktok tiktok is the shit at the moment i don't understand it i mean i understand it people are on it You know, TikTok for me, (laughs) I hate the fact how much I love this app. I will sit here and watch it, and then two hours has gone by. And it's like, (laughs) oh, this is why I'm not getting any work done. Um, And I'll sit here, and I'm like, oof, okay, stop that. We need to stop this ASAP. So what I ended up doing is I made it, obviously, I made a a TikTok account for MDMC, And holy crap. Holy shit. Oh my God. Okay. So let me, let me reiterate on the pop bag, the Funko pop bag. I use the same caption, you know, when it comes to, uh, when, uh, when the Funko pop, when the Funko pops have taken over everything. And of course I use the hashtag that I simply did for Instagram, you know, MDMC authentics, Funko pops collector, toy collector, pop culture. So this got 36 likes on TikTok but the views are insane 6886 this is definitely my second highest video yep second highest video it's nuts to me people are on tiktok and i've seen the reports and i actually every year i think social media examiner is actually based out of here of san diego and you know they they give the, the the industry report this is what platforms people are using for lead generation for whatever it is that they're using, right? The least, and I don't understand why some marketers or why some industries are not jumping on this, but I'm totally going to jump on this because, you know, I have a little bit of ad spend. But TikTok is the app least businesses use to promote their businesses. I don't understand that. Do you know how many things I've bought off of TikTok because I saw it on TikTok? Like, it is like people are not on Instagram anymore. People are not definitely not on Facebook anymore. The older generation is on Facebook, which is one of the reasons why I still advertise on there because the core people that I'm uh, that I'm targeting are older people that own businesses that I know have money to pay me. <laughs> so Facebook is still viable in the sense of marketing to specific targets, right? Instagram is still, you know, it's still a hot commodity, but People have swarmed over to TikTok now. So I did that, okay? So I'm like, all right, you know, I was, when I was recently working with someone, they were like, oh, Reels are the thing. And they decided to make Reels the entire feed, excuse me, for Instagram, which I thought was stupid. Like, you can't, you know how long it takes to make content? (laughs) I, no, you can't do it unless you are, um, Unless it depends, it depends on the industry, though, like if you are in e commerce, and you have all your inventory there, and you want to do quick videos and stuff, and you have high energetic staff that are willing to help you create those. Sure, it's a viable solution, you can throw money into it, and I'm sure you can sell what you want to sell. But in certain industries, you can't really rely on video content for your feed every day, like it's just not possible. Alright, so the next video. In the middle of me and my me feng shuiing my entire home and throwing out things and and fixing things and just kind of just fixing my life. <laughs> I don't know if there's anything way of fixing my life, but you know, at least fixing the aesthetics of it all. You know, I wanna, I want to feel peace. I want to feel comfortable. I want to feel relaxed when I'm in my home, which is one of the reasons why a lot of my furniture, especially in this room, has changed from dark to light. So now I have a lighter furniture. Like this desk is now white. It's shorter, but it's white. And I'm glad I went shorter because now I have a really huge counter over here that's massive, Um, which would have sucked for the delivery people on Sunday. But anyway, in the midst of refunctioning my life, um, the co-CEO and I went to Walmart. Now, we went to Walmart because before LAX Fan Fest, we found these amazing crates that you can put a lock in and lock it. So what we did was when we went and we put all of our inventory in it and said, all right, you know, let's get some locks and now we can take it downstairs and, you know, set up for the shows. No one's going to get into it. If anyone starts attempts to steal it, someone's going to see it. So, you know, it's a good viable solution. So what we did was we bought all these crates and we did that. And so the last time I was in New York, I told the co-CEO, because again, we buy so much crap that ends up being sold on Authentics. Like, and, and I know, I, I I just, this is not my passion. <laughs> this is a co-CEO's project. And is he authentic? I know, I say I'm the owner of it because I'm the face, but that's his baby, you know? That's his doing. You know, he, he is in talks with vendors and um, authenticators and other people in the signing world. Like, that is his bread and butter. Like, I just leave him be. Although, we did fantastic during Valentine's Day weekend. We sold a lot of stuff, so... That was great. When we're headed to more shows here soon to get more stuff signed and authenticated. But um, things have just immersed and just have like cluttered my life. And I'm like, you need to get rid of this stuff. (laughs) And he says, well, we need more bins. And now that we have, you know, Authentics has now a stronger... um, I'll uh, hitch up there and get you a new wholesaler. I'm getting the merch out of. Get the, uh Got to head out. Okay. Thanks, Ken. Facts. I slept on the couch. Back hurt for a whole year. No blankets or pillows. Oh, shut up, Eddie. Shut up. <laughs> the comments here are savage. They're not true either. All right. So we go to the Walmart. And I was like, get as many bins as you want. I don't want this crap here anymore. Like you, and obviously, go get Authentic's situated and organized so that I can come in and create the content we need so that we can keep rolling on this, right? So, (laughs) true story, we got two baskets, you know? First, you know, the thing, I don't even know if this is the time or the place to even go into this, but I grabbed a basket because I was like, you know what? I do need stuff from Walmart. I'm gonna grab a couple things while you go get your bins. So he grabbed a basket, got three bins. He's like, hey, come here. I need you to get the other three. So we're rolling through the Walmart with these bins. I kid you not, I paid for the things that I was paying out of my personal account. So I love candles. So for some reason, Walmart has the best candles. It's the three wick little half glass candles. And I I buy like 10 of those at a time. Uh, I had a little bit more money, so I bought a couple more. And so I had, like, maybe, like, 12 candles, and then I had some really cute storage for, I I snack a lot on almonds and nuts and things like that, just because it's it's healthier. And um, I got these really cool, and again, from TikTok, all these organizational videos. I found these cool little bins, plopped the thing on top of it, you know, and now I have an organized well, I only have two ca- containers, but I'm gonna buy more, so it's more organized, okay? Well, <clears throat> as we're checking out, Walmart staff, like, co-CEO says, hey, these people are looking at me, and I'm like, what, I don't fucking care. <laughs> checking out, whatever. The Walmart staff comes around, is like, hey. I was like, oh, hi, and I finished my t- first transaction. Then I get the gun, the scanner gun, And they're like, what are you doing? And I was like, what do you mean? And they're like, what are all these bins for? And I said, for my inventory, for my store. And Jerk said nothing. (laughs) He just sat there while I, like, there were two females. And I'm like, what's the problem? No, nothing. We just need to check and look inside of them. I was like, okay, well, I get it. This is the Walmart of the hood. You're probably thinking I'm stealing stuff inside of these bins. So they opened some up and looked at them and felt them. They're like, all right, you're good. I scan all these bins and we roll out, right? So I was laughing. I mean, obviously I gave the lady my receipt before I left so she could see. And the sad thing is I have to go run and get six more of those here soon. Probably today or tomorrow. But um, so I took that time to do the video of both carts. And I used the Don't Be Suspicious song And then I said, you know, when the Walmart staff stops you when you're buying your bins. And let me tell you, first of all, when I, you know, when the whole situation happened, that was the song I was singing on the way out. And I was like, don't be suspicious. It's because I guess I don't know what the fuck they're thinking, right? So I put that video on reels. And I'm like, all right, let's see what happens. So I had 22 likes. I had four comments. People were laughing. Uh... My dear friend Ben back home says, mind your business. <laughs> I was like, right, what, 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 how does this happen to me? So the two reels performed really well. Um, let's see. Has 118 plays on Instagram. Okay. How many views does it have on TikTok? Mm. This morning I woke up and there's more comments and there are more views. We have 21,400 views on this video alone. Oh, yeah, look, right here. And you can click watch. I'll click on it. And literally, it's like when the Walmart staff stops you because you bought so many bins and asking why you have so many bins. I own a store. This video alone, it's dumb. It's literally like five seconds. But the there's 63 likes on this one. no, yeah, 63 likes, 22 comments. People are engaging with it, and you know, I, I definitely look when I do it when I do a reel. I definitely look for the music that's trending because I'm like, all right, if this song is trending for whatever reason, let's use it. And so I'm like, all right, that's cool, like, that's exciting. You know, 21,000 views. Like I don't get that on my personal TikTok, and I've been playing around with my personal TikTok because for some reason I'm in the 200 slump, like all my videos only have 200 and something views. I think my, the video I have the most views, I did the, let's see here. I responded to a lady that was catfishing because she does her makeup so well. And I'm like, uh, I must need makeup tutorial because like I do not look as fantastic as some of these people on TikTok do like it's not so that was kind of old but I think my second uh, biggest video on my personal TikTok is the infinity challenge or it was the infinity ring light and that was my first time I actually because what I had been doing on TikTok was just reacting to things but I wasn't really creating my own content. So now I'm like trying to create my own content. Like today I created something today. Um, So yeah, I like my video that I did today. You can go check it out. Um, If you want to follow my personal stuff, it's at Martha D Staub on Instagram and TikTok. And then of course, if you want to check out this, like the comments on this bin video, make me laugh. The people that take time to interact on TikTok are just the greatest. They come up with the most funniest shit. And so it makes me wonder like as an industry as a whole, like a lot of people are not spending money on advertising on TikTok and I think it's it's a waste. Like you this is the land where everyone is watching. Um, and I, I do have a graphic coming up on MDMC's Instagram here soon of what each platform is used for, and TikTok is to be seen. Um, and so it's it's dumb to not want to throw some money, some ad ad dollars into it to see what happens. I mean, again, from my great great mentor, you never know where the lead's going to come from. I got a lead and an actual client from this show, and I felt bad because I had to stop doing the show because I didn't have time to do it. Um, let's see. <clears throat> let's just read some of the comments on this bin video. I don't see where it's any of their business. <laughs> someone says, hmm, none of their business. Huh, someone called the news. They're buying six bins. <laughs> Yo, MDMC is going to be famous <laughs> if this was the case. This one's my favorite. They didn't want to be in the Netflix documentary in two years. <laughs> um, Let's see. Someone says because it's too difficult fitting body parts into Ziploc bags. Oh my God. Oh my God. This one's a a new comment. I haven't read this one. It says, what did the worker think? They can hold, um, they can hold bodies? They must be killers. Better go and ask. What made them think this? (laughs) I have no idea. Let's see. Some guy said, I was buying a shovel. Um, I was buying a shovel. The guy asked um, why I was buying it, digging a hole. And I said, yep, it gets harder and harder to hide these bodies. He turned white. I tell you, these people. Someone said, uh, like, it's their business. Their business is to move shit, not worry about why people are buying it. <laughs> Thank you, TikTok people again i i told uh, the co ceo here and this are this is like dumb videos these are this is literally just two two bas- baskets of bins but i guess the the music was funny i don't know and even the bags the funko bags like these are my two highest videos like these videos make zero sense as to why they're they're thriving but yet like when i strategically think out things for content to be on tiktok it does not perform well so i think for TikTok itself, just go with it and just hope it sticks. <laughs> People have gotten viral on this, um, just because uh, it just it it it's the new thing right now, and I I hate it because right now, of course, and I didn't open this. I should have opened this, but we you know we're we're thinking of our our friends in the Ukraine, um, and TikTok has been reminding me that. President Zelensky is a badass. And so I've been enjoying all the videos coming out of there. And, um, you know, TikTok is definitely one of those platforms. I think a lot of people in this industry are resting on too much. I think that they don't see the the potential of, you know, throwing some money into it, which I was really surprised with the industry report that, you know, people in our industry are not spending the money there. So I think it's viable. I think for the month of March going in and Again, scaling your business and spending money where you need to spend it. Um, you know, we're gonna throw some ad dollars in it and see what happens. I think it would be a lot of fun. Definitely gonna throw some ad dollars into YouTube because I know I've been gone for a little bit, and hopefully, I'm back on track. Um, you know, like I said, I didn't I didn't intend to take a very long hiatus. You know, between. I think the first year when we did this show it was we did it in a pandemic. We didn't have to be anywhere. And then then things ramped up with clients. And I was like, whoa, yeah, I don't have time to do this. Lewis and I, Lewis in New York for the development and myself were like, let's do it every other week. So that way we have a little bit more time to breathe in between. And that was working for a good while. And I think my last interview was. It wasn't as consistent It ended up turning into a monthly show. And then it turned into um, more of like a once a month show. And I think the last interview I did was with um, Dave Palvy from uh, my, uh, not my Con um, from Mountaineer Comic Con, and so you know. Uh, that was like my last sit down. That was in September. And then of course, you know, our travel schedule ramped up and then we were, you know, so anytime that we're not physically here to do a show when we're on the road, I love to take as much video as I can so that I can bring another recap. And so um, that's what I did. I haven't been anywhere this year. I don't think. No, I haven't traveled anywhere yet. Just back home, back and forth. I went to New Mexico for New Year's, and that's it. But I'll be on a plane here soon. So I'm excited to get back out there and see people and to create some more content, maybe some more TikToks, and, you know, kind of see where this scaling upward takes us. I'm excited to see um, kind of where our next adventure is. You know, I, I remember, I think last week, before everything kind of blew up, I remember just waking up and thinking, I want to work on something exciting, something that's fun that, you know, we can all have fun working with and grow together. And I just, you know, new things like that excite me. And so, you know, I am super, super positive for what's lies ahead. And so I think, you know, I've made it this far. I think I still have a lot more miles to go. And and um, a shout out to one of my friends over the weekend, Um, I, (laughs) this person makes me cry. I don't know why. Um, just the 100% belief in me. I appreciate it. Um, I'm not going to scroll through all those messages, but you know, one of the, basically what they said was you are 100% going to be okay. And I'm just like, (laughs) ugly cry, but you know, it is what it is. It's part of business and it's part of life and change is the constant in life and we have to just roll with it i think i kept saying that yesterday just roll with it i, I told that to my kids uh, my interns just roll with it i told them both that um poor guys i god i oh i am so thankful for the interns that i have Um, the fact that they have reached out to me and asked, you know, Hey, can I have a one-on-one with you? I have, I have, I need advice on something. I need this. I need that. And I'm like, Oh, you value me that much that you need my advice. Okay. Let's talk. And, you know, we'll sit there and and discuss things. And, and, you know, the fact that I'm actually giving value to them, you know, they are the future of marketing and the next generation. I, I just hope that whatever I'm giving them is enough to get them to their next destination. So um, as much as I never wanted to be a teacher growing up and even I substitute taught, you know, I never wanted to be that person. But now that I have been in this industry, I've been a marketer for 10 years now, which is bonkers to me. I don't know how I've been here. 10 years, but I've done it for 10 years and I, now I have a lot of value. I have a lot of experience now and I have, you know, things to reflect on and, you know, those experiences. And now I can give that to the next generation coming up. So, uh, thank you interns. Thank you, Taylor. Thank you, Maddie. Thank you, Eddie. I think he's still watching. He's probably working on watching at the same time. Thanks for that. Um, and I think that's it guys. I want to wrap this up. Thank you so much for joining me today and to just <laughs> enjoying listening to me vent about, you know, stuff. I mean, business, it's great and sometimes it sucks and sometimes you just got to roll with it and, um, you know, change is the constant of the universe and we just got to keep changing and rolling with it. So it is what it is at the end of the day. But uh, thank you again so much. Don't forget to like, comment, share on this video. Subscribe, please subscribe. You know how many freaking people are watching us on YouTube and don't subscribe to the channel? Like one of the things that has been really pissed. And I said this at Rhode Island, and then I shared the story, and one of my friends was like, "Yo, you went nuts on your stories." I'm like, "Yeah, I'm freaking pissed." <laughs> we work really hard on creating valuable content for you, and the least you can do is hit subscribe. Like it's not that hard. You know, showing support is free. I don't understand why it's so hard for us to get some love. I don't know. Is it me? Like, I don't know. Like, I I, I actually posed that question um, a couple of stories ago. I was like, is it me? Like, do y'all not like me? Is, it, is that is that it? Or are you guys just watching to see if I fail? Like, I don't know. Um, But I'm going to give everyone a damn good show in the process if you're just watching to see if I'm going to fail or not. (laughs) Because that's just me. Um, Yeah. All right. So go ahead. Again, show support. Follow us on our Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, LinkedIn, TikTok. And, uh, yeah, I guess I'll see you next week in the next video. I don't know what we're covering next week. I'm just going to roll with it (laughs) and see what happens. So I will talk to you soon. Have a great weekend. And I'll see you next week. Bye.